Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a lot of really cool stuff. And that's pretty close, right? <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about today on Thoughts by DeVille. D.I., I was posed the question of how important is money to you? You being me, relax. I'm going to tell you. But before I get into that, I want to tell you a little story. So, uh, yesterday I was working. I was down in Macon. So, lunchtime rolls around. And they informed me that it is burger week so i'm guessing this is what was like a local making thing um to where the, the the mom and pop style restaurants were celebrating this burger week where you can get like a burgers from for five bucks at pretty much any uh burger joints as you step into which i mean i guess is a good deal but five dollar burger that's kind of like uh, the average you pay for a burger right but either way, that's in there and all that. So they were pretty excited about it. So I was like, yeah, I'll go with you guys grab a burger. So we go to this spot. Um, I believe it was called like Timmy's, Tommy's or something like that. Tommy's. It was Tommy's. So we go to this spot and we're standing in line. And I'm second in line. So, well, like third in line. So people are ordering. And I'm asking, you know, the, the people that I'm with, you know, what is the five dollar burger deal and they're like just ask for the five dollar burger deal so i'm like okay but you know deville likes to know what he's eating but what can go wrong with a burger right burgers a burger right so i get up i boom let me get the five dollar burger let me get some of those fresh cut fries fried custard fries were looking awesome got my fries got my drink go use the restroom i come out when i'm coming out I can see that the uh, that the food is at the table. You know, everybody's food has come out, including mine. So I look and I see this burger sitting here on this brown bun, like a dark brown bun with my fries and everything. Cool beans. Walk up, sit down, ready to eat. Put my salt and pepper on my fries because that's how DeVille does it. Throw a little ketchup on there and I open up the burger. And when I grab the burger, the bun is like hella sticky. And I'm like, what? So I'm like, is this a glaze? Is there a glaze on this bun? Nobody says nothing. Nobody at the table says anything. So I take the bun and, you know, I, I, I revert back to toddler to three-year-old status. And I sniff it. Mm, smells like a bun. But there appears to be a layer of something on there. So I taste it. And yes, yes, I'll be damned. This is glaze. Like a donut glaze on the burger. So I'm like, okay. Then I look down at the meat. Now the meat in this burger was basically like, let's say if you were going to make sloppy joes. You know how you just brown the ground beef. Then you add in the sauce. Same thing. This is like just loose 
loose meat, a loose meat sandwich. What, what show was that that had the loose meat sandwich? Was it, I think it was Roseanne. But either way, this is a loose meat sandwich with some type of cheese sauce on it and some pickles. So, at this point, DeVille's not too discouraged, but we're going into uncharted territory right here. Never had anything like this before. So, I'm throwing me a little ketchup mustard on there. We're going to dive in. I bite into that burger, and the salty sweetness rushed into my mouth, right? It was good. Surprisingly, it was good. But the loose meat, pause, keeps falling out of the bun. So, I'm having to scrape up my meat and put it back on my bun so I can eat my burger. Uh... Then the fries, the fries were banging. These were fresh cut potato fries. Like, um, just weren't any anything frozen. Like these was like they were cutting them jumps to order. The fries were nice, crispy, delicious, man. That burger, that second bite, it wasn't quite as uh wasn't quite as phenomenal as the first bite. You know what I mean? And the third bite was even less impressive. You know, I guess the novelty of it was wearing off to the point where I end up just opening up the bun and scraping my meat off and just eating the meat with a fork and eating the fries. Not to say that the burger wasn't decent, but that just wasn't a combo for me. I don't think I'll be going back there. Now, I'm not saying, uh, I'm not saying discouraging anybody from eating from this place or saying that the food is nasty. I'm just saying for me, it's a little overwhelming with all that loose meat paws falling all over the place paws but check it out if you ever making go check out Thomas man but their the pastries it's a bakery slash cafe and their pastries was delicious I had some of the uh, donut holes and um, a brownie I had a brownie I brought the brownie home I ate some of it and I gave the rest of it away because I'm not really in the sweets see that's another thing that I have to mention about me eating this burger DeVille's not really into sweets, so that uh, that was just too much. A donut bun was just a little too much for me. Now, I heard KFC is dropping a chicken sandwich in certain states that has a donut for a bun. I might mess with it just to see what it's talking about. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll do a little, a little vlog on that. Little, Yeah, maybe I'll do a little vlog on that. Put it up on my IG. You can follow me on IG at D-V-I-L-L-E underscore. Di and tell y'all what I think about it. if it's I'm not even sure if it's here in Georgia, but if I'll find out and if it is I'll I'll drop that video for y'all. Now, <clears throat> how the topic of the importance of money came up? I was talking to some people, and basically what was being said is we we're talking about like how certain people work till they're like well up in age to a point where they're they could retire. They're financially, uh, they took care of their finances, you know, they're prepared for retirement, but they just keep working and keep working, keep working. And so we came to the conclusion that it has to be one of two things, right? Either they found something that they love to do, you know, because when you love to do something, it's like you're not even working. So, you know, you'll do it a little longer because you enjoy doing it. Or secondly, they're trying to build up that wealth, wealth that can help, you know, their, their children and their children, children and their children, children, children. But the, um, the, the, the idea came across, the thought came across that 
you know, I, I think I'd rather be at that point. I'd rather be home, you know, spending time with my family and, you know, instead of trying to make this money because th there's things that are more important than money. That's what someone was saying. And I was like, you know, yeah, I agree with you, but I agree with this person too because, um, yes, there's a lot of things that are more important than money to DeVille. Time is one of them. I, very, I value my time more than I value my money. I'd rather give, I'd rather use my money than to use my time because, you know, you only get so much. You know, you work all day, then, you know, you got your your side gigs, your hustles, your podcast, your YouTube, whatever it is that you're doing, you need time for that. But you also need time for yourself. You also need time for your family, for your kids, for your woman, you know, for, for, for you to do things that you actually enjoy doing. You know what I mean? So time is, for me, time and money is running neck and neck. You know what I mean? With money, I mean with time, kind of taking a slight advantage over the money. But, you know, um, the way that society is set up now, the world, where the world is set up now, you have to have money. There's no way to survive. I mean, you can survive without money. You could go live under a, a freaking turnpike or something like that or go out live and rough it go off the grid live in the woods you could you could do that that's completely feasible but money makes things a lot easier there's a lot uh someone told me one time that that the, like 90 percent of their problems that they were having during that particular time in their life could have been solved with money and that made me sit back and think and i was like well, how many uh, problems that I have could be solved with, with just financially because like when I thought about it I was like okay like my daughter my daughter lives in Cal is living in California currently so if I was a rich man wouldn't be that big a deal because I could just go back and forth to California on a whim whenever I felt like it to go see her you know just randomly I could I, I, I'd be able to because why that money <laughs> That money would provide me with time to do things. You know what I mean? But then, that catch-22. There's a lot of times when you're making lots of money, massive amounts of money, you don't have a lot of time because you have to put a whole lot of focus into what you're doing, into what you have going on to make that money. Now, I know you're like, Duriel DeVille, here comes the peppermint committee. DeVille, DeVille, what about all these people on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook talking about uh, residual income and passive income and, you know, making money while you sleep? Relax. It's true. Residual income is very good to have. It's very, you know, it's, it's, it's a very smart move to have multiple sources of income, to have things that are making money for you while you're not doing nothing. But... How do you get to that point? How do you get to that point where you can make the investment into assets that are good, that's going to bring in money without you doing anything? And, and majority of the time, that's a fantasy right there. That's, it's a fantasy that you're really going to make money without doing anything. Like think about even a um, even if you buy if you buy a piece of real estate, a house, somebody's living on it, they're paying the mortgage, you're charging them over the mortgage. You're making four hundred dollars a month 
to do basically nothing in Lester. You know, there's some maintenance issues or whatever, you know, and you're not even making that whole 400, like let's say you charge them 400 over, you know, the mortgage. You're not even really making that whole 400 if you got property property manager because you got to pay him. So if you don't have a property manager, then you have to manage that property. And how many properties do you have to have before you can actually sit back and do nothing and just let that that uh, your properties make money for you? I don't know. Young DeVille is not an expert. This is my amateur expert opinion on these things. You know what gets on my nerves more than people who think money is everything? Don't get me wrong. Money is important. But you know, you have people out here who they, they just base their whole life. Every move that they make is based around money and getting their hands on another dollar. Those people get on my nerves. But you know who gets on my nerves even more than that? The people that act like money isn't important at all. You know, uh, uh, the people who just want to act like money doesn't matter doesn't mean anything to them now i feel like um from what i've seen it's two type of people that that portray this image and it's usually people that have a buttload of money you know they've got all this money and now they have to after they've taken the initiative to accumulate all this money make all this money now they're like oh yeah money the money means nothing to me da, 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 da. now the money may not be super important to them but the money has value and then you have the people who a lot of times are people who don't really have any money and they take that stance of money you know money isn't everything money isn't that important it's all about my happiness and quality of life and so on and so forth now which is true to an extent Cause I'm a person that, like I said, I value my time very highly. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the guy who's gonna work any overtime. <laughs> Just not gonna do it unless you know there's an extenuating circumstance stance where I'm just absolutely needed and there's no one else who could do what they need me to do. You know, and I'm now at that point, I'm doing it more for the sake of the team than I am doing it for the getting that overtime. I'm not the guy who comes to the work on his days off. Like I said, unless there's extenuating circumstances, there's no other choice, but I have to be there. Then I'll go. And I'm doing that for the team. I'm doing that for job security, you know, or security of the project that I'm working on, not for the, the extra couple of dollars it's going to bring in. That's why I, I tried to, my whole life goal, my whole life goal financially was really to just get myself into a place where I don't necessarily have to worry about every dime that I spend and that I don't have to do a whole lot extra to be able to live comfortably. That was my goal in life. You know what I mean? I, de I didn't want to live in a spot where I was living check to check and I was worried about my bills. And if I, you know, quit my if I quit my job or got fired from my job this week, I wouldn't be able to get, uh, pay my bills that are due next week i lived that life not by choice by circumstance i lived that life so it was always my goal to get above that to be able to say hey like i said you gotta have some you gotta have some fuck this job money in my opinion you gotta accumulate enough money to be able to say fuck this job and be able to survive 
for like six to eight months without working, you know, or by working, you know, just uh, whatever you can pick up and and um, the money that you have sitting around. Yeah, that's that that's that fuck this job money. That was my goal. It was never to be, you know, a rich man. And I'm not I just didn't want to be in that spot again to where it was like, you know, you ever had to check your your bank account before you buy a, a foot long sub from Subway? DeVille has. I've been in that spot where I had to check. And this was back when this was back when uh uh dang. It wasn't, I don't think there was even online banking apps at this time, because I remember, no, because I didn't even, it wasn't even smartphones at this time, I had a chirp, I had one of those flip phone chirps, that was, that's as good as it's gonna get, but you know, the next hell jumps, and I remember, I remember I was working at Brotherly Coat Factory, I remember standing outside my job, uh, dialing the bank, calling the bank, putting in, you had to call the bank, that 1-800 number, then you had to put in your whole freaking uh, bank, your bank card number, and then you had to put in your PIN number, and then listen through the prompts and click on press one for this, two for that, and listen to your account balance and your pending balance and all that. I had to do all that. Your boy Deville had to do all that just to go down to the subway and buy a sandwich. And living, being at that point in my life, I wanted to make sure that I got to. I got to the to the uh, to the point where I didn't have to live like that no more, and I told myself that once I got there, I wanted to put myself in a position to never have to live like that again. Now I've told this story a hundred times, but I tell it all the time because this was like a pivotal moment. I remember back um I um, I, was, I I was separated, had my one bedroom apartment, me and my daughter staying there. Uh, I got my bed and I got a freaking air mattress and I used to let my daughter sleep on the in the bed. She was three. She was like three. I used to let her sleep in the bed and I'd sleep on the air mattress because I was afraid that like what if someone like my ex was to call defects on me or something and they make a big deal because she doesn't have her own bed or her own room or whatever and then be trying to take her from me. So I didn't even uh, I didn't even uh, initially, I wouldn't even sleep in the bed with her. I'd sleep in the living room. So if anybody came to inspect the house, they'd be like, no, she has the room. I'm the one that don't have a room. And I remember coming home one day and picking her up and, and, and coming home and looking in the fridge. And there's nothing there. There's like a pack of wingettes, a little pack of wingettes. It probably had like 15, 10. 15 little wing pieces in there if it was that many and i had ramen had some ramen noodle, noodles up in the cabinets and i'm like yeah mm. so i dialed in that 1-800 number and i put in my pen and i select to check balance and i had like 30 bucks in there and this was on a monday so i had to figure out i was trying to figure out how i was going to feed me and my daughter from Monday through when the, the, the checks came on Thursday. From Monday to Thursday, I had to figure out how I was going to feed both of us with 30 bucks. And we ate that chicken and those ramen noodles that night. And my daughter told me later on when she was probably eight or nine, she was like, you remember that time we ate the chicken with the noodles at the old apartment? And I was like, yeah. 
She's like, that was one of my favorite uh, things that we ate. And that teared me up, man. I was like, because that night I fed her up ramen and the chicken. I went into my room and I cried because I was I was, I was, was hurt. I was hurt that that's all I had. I was hurt that I, that was all I had to offer her. But I'm telling that whole story just to say, man, that that, being at that point made me never want to be at that point again. So I'm not the one who's going to sit here and just try to shoot you this dream that money isn't important, that, you know, your happiness is more important. Yes, your happiness is important, but I feel like I'll be a whole lot happier the more, the more money that I have. But like I said, at the same time, I have my limits. I have, uh, um, I'm only willing to go so far to, to get money, you know, especially now that I'm in a comfortable position. See, that's, that's the way that the, that the veil is wired. The more comfortable I become, the less I'm willing to do. You understand what I'm saying? Not in a negative way, but it's like, if you, if I, the, the, the better, you know what I'm saying? How am I trying to say this? So let's say you're, you're, the, you have a, whatever, you have $100,000 in the bank. And so you're doing this amount of extra stuff to, to secure that 100000 and make sure that, you know, you don't have to dig into it. You can live without touching it. And then, you know, you get to a point where that 100000 is stable, right? You're paying all your bills. You're, you know, you're doing handling everything you'll be able to go do some uh some extracurricular activities and everything and you don't have to touch that hundred thousand that hundred thousand is secure and then you know every year your net you know what i mean what you're what you're bringing home net is getting a little higher a little higher a little higher at the point to me I started to <laughs> I started to get into a mode to where it's like, uh, because to get to that hundred thousand, I might have had to work overtime. I may have had to work weekends. I may have had to come in on my days off to get to that point. But now I'm to that point, and I I'm stable in that point, and I'm still rising. So then I'll start to <laughs> I'll start to cut back on those things that I'm willing to do because I'm good now. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna perform my duties. Uh, uh, top of the line I'm gonna give you my best every day the same way I've been doing but now you might not be able to reach me on the weekend now overtime I don't know get that to Billy I don't want it I don't need it because it gets to a point where I'm gonna start cutting back to be able to open up more time because I'm stable I'm able to relax a little bit and I think that's what um, a lot of people's goals are at least that's what my goals are is to just keep building myself and getting to a point to where I'm able to be freer to move about and do things that I actually enjoy and want to do and not have to worry about, you know, uh, where that next dollar is coming from or, or you know, how to get that next promotion or how to get that next raise. It does get to a point where it's excessive and people become obsessed with that success and, and you know there's always a new level to reach there's always a new goal to make because but i feel like that's what wears people out to be and turns out to be those people that once they uh retire once they finally retire from their job they just die because they don't have anything else to live for 
because they put their all and their everything into that career and into into getting that money. See what I'm saying? But that's just what the real thinks. Take this information, use it however you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank you all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by VLDI, the podcast. I love each and every last one of y'all. I'm out of here.